Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. Have you ever thought about what your clients think of you? Have you ever wondered, do they see you in a positive light? Are they judging what you're wearing, how you're doing your hair, the salon you work in? If none of this has ever crossed your mind, it probably should. I think the client's perspective of you is incredibly important. There's this whole movement of, I don't care. I don't care what people think, you know, and that's like a really cute thought. But at the end of the day, when it comes to business, you can't have that kind of attitude. You are in the beauty industry. So looks are everything, right? How you're seen, what they think of you, what they think of your work, all of that matters. And you cannot pretend that it doesn't. You know, are you like someone that's really passionate about your craft and creates beautiful work and you showcase it and all that is super wonderful. But like when they look at you, you're in a ball cap and cut off shorts. That's a really tough balance, but it has to be found. At the end of the day, if a client has never met you in person and all they have to go by is what their friends have told them and what they've seen on social media, then, you know, their perspective of you is very limited. And it's our job to make sure that they're seeing the whole picture. If you go to a lot of classes, that's definitely going to show up in your work. But can they be sure? Do they have any idea that you actually go to classes? Or can they just presume that that's one good highlight job with one good picture taken of it? If you're going to classes, you need to document that. That's basically resume material right there. Because if you feel like you're not submitting a resume with your consultation to your clients when they sit down in your chair, then you're getting it wrong because that's exactly what you're doing. You're trying to impress them. You're trying to convince them that you are the person for the job. Make sure that you're excited about your new certification, about this new skill set that you've developed. I mean, that is basically something that I want to know. I want to know that my doctor (laughs) has taken those continued education courses. And in our industry, we have to treat it just as seriously. Can they trust you to show up and show out for them? Like, are you going to bring them your best every single day? Because if their perspective of you is what a friend or family member has told them and you saw that person for the first time and you were having an off day, then that's an impression that's going to last with that person. And that is information that they're going to pass on. Like, yeah, my hair looks okay, but she wasn't very friendly. All of it matters. They want to know what you value. Like, what do you value other than your craft? Are you a family person? Are you involved in your community? Do you care about the environment and your planet and things like that? There are a lot of ways to connect with someone and it's our responsibility to make sure that we are attracting the right client for us. So it's very important that we are showing them who we really are in the most elevated and impressive way possible. The client's perspective has a lot of impact on your business. Building a clientele is like trying to find a lot of people who like you and want to give you money. (laughs) That's basically what we're trying to do here at the end of the day. To simplify it, we want to find people that we connect with that want to hire us to do work and want to pay us well to do it. People 
women especially, they buy based on their emotions. So if they have emotionally connected with you, you have done something truly magical. And there are a lot of ways to connect with people. That's why it's so important to have open dialogue with your guest while they're in your chair. If you're not finding out things about your guest and you're not documenting those either in your mind. And if you're like me, you're not that good at that. So you have to put it on paper somewhere or in a file somewhere so that you can remember it. You need to be getting as much information about that person as you possibly can so that a connection can be made. I had a stylist that had a special needs child and it got brought up in conversation that the client also had a special needs child. And what a beautiful connection that was, right? Like that is definitely an area of your life where you want to have the most support possible. And I just remember them talking about all the programs available and all the cool stuff that you could do and all the ways that, you know, our community catered to special needs families. And I thought, what a beautiful scenario we have right here. And that's just one example, you know, and it's a very specific one, but everyone has a specific story that relates just to them. So it's really important to find that thing, to find that connection that can be made and really build on that. If your social media is leaving them confused, then that's definitely something you need to work on. If you're posting a picture of work that you're not really proud of because it's a Tuesday and you always post on Tuesday, then you're really doing your reputation a disservice. If you don't have quality content, don't post it. And I know that's that's a whole nother episode. But honestly, like don't just post to be posting. This is your online profile. This is what people see. Social media is how people are finding you. So don't post things you're not proud of. It may turn people off. Make sure your work is really polished if you are going to post it. Nothing makes a really great cut and color look worse than the wind blowing, you know, and messing everything up. So really focus on the quality of the content that you post as opposed to the quantity. You know, if you're someone that really likes to go out and get wild, have a little fun. Hey, that's you. I encourage that. Do you for sure. But make sure that you do you on a personal page. Your professional page is not the place to air your breakup or your wild night out. It is a place for you to showcase your work and invite people into your beauty world. I really do feel like there is a a bit of an exception to that. Like I do feel like your clients like little glimpses into your personal life, but that's exactly what they should be. Glimpses, not the full story. They can ask you questions at the appointment if they want the full story. Am I right? One thing that your client is trying to determine at your hair appointment is whether or not after they've met you, you know, are you someone that they would want to spend a few hours with every six weeks or so? Are you someone that they want to remain loyal to? Or are you someone that, you know, has done hair for a few years and you've given them a couple great haircuts and now it's just time to move on? That is what they're trying to figure out. When they come and sit in your chair for the first time, they are trying to figure out whether you're their new beauty bestie. So make sure that you're putting your best foot forward, making sure the answer is yes to that, you know, that you are that person. Clients definitely want to feel welcome to be themselves. It is about them after all. If you're confused on that, let me clear it up for you. The hair appointment is all about them. Now, I'm not trying to say you should be standoffish about details about your life. Like I say, it is a conversation. It is open dialogue. They want to know about you too. Again, they're trying to determine if you're going to be their new person. So don't leave don't leave any details about your life out, but remain focused on them and creating an excellent guest experience for them because that really is what it's all about. 
They get to talk about whatever they want to talk about. Maybe they don't want to talk at all. Are we going to let that bother us? No, because it is all about them. Maybe they've had a really tough day at work. I want to give you an example. I had a client who had a very stressful job and she came in and I knew that when she came in, she wanted a glass of red wine. So I had that ready for her. And she brought in three magazines. It was usually a People magazine, a U.S. Weekly, and, you know, maybe some Home and Garden magazine. But it was always three magazines. And I knew that when she came in with her three magazines and wanted her glass of wine, that I needed to give her some time. I needed to let her decompress. I always give my guests a nice warm greeting and make sure they're comfortable. And then I get to work. And I let them get to work on what they want to get to work on. And so for some guests, that's relaxation and a lot of no thank you to conversation. (laughs) So we have to be prepared for that and we have to not let that hurt our feelings. It's extremely important that we're picking up on the cues that our clients are giving us. And if they're quiet and if it's, you know, one word answers to your questions, understand they need some time. They just got off their shift and they need a little bit of time to decompress before the conversation start. I knew that when that last magazine closed, we were going to get into the nitty gritty of what's happened in the last two months. And that was always the fun part, right? But for her, I needed to understand her needs and you need to understand your client's needs as well. I encourage you to let your clients see the real you. Yes, I would recommend a bit of a filter if you have a very eccentric personality, but really they want to know who you really are. Your clients can pick up on the fact that you're not being authentic. I think it's extremely important to be authentic in every capacity with your clients. And, you know, if they're asking for something you're not comfortable doing, then you need to have a conversation about that. And you need to not fake it till you make it when it comes to your client's hair. Like you need to make sure that if you're unsure of how to deliver results, that you're open and honest with them about that and that maybe you alter it in some way. But do not let them believe that you can execute something that you can't. That's the worst thing that you can do. Clients that you serve for years start to feel a lot more like friends and family. But I recommend that you never stop treating them like the VIP client that they are when they walk through the door. It is awesome to give your client a big warm hug. It is awesome to ask about Mikey's soccer game and stuff like that. But never stop treating them with the respect and the dedication to excellence that their loyalty to you deserves. If a client has been loyal to you for years, then yes, it's nice to have the warm fuzzies during the conversation, but they also deserve your best. Never stop giving them your best, no matter how many years you serve them. It is a business transaction. Treat it like one. So your client's perspective of you can definitely change in either a good or a bad way. Maybe you're extremely impressive for the first appointment. You've got this, oh yeah, it's the first time I'm ever going to do this person's hair. I'm going to be extremely impressive. And then they come in for their follow-up appointment and you let your guard down a little bit. Maybe you didn't put as much time into your appearance. Maybe you didn't follow through with that follow-up consultation like you know you should have. And maybe you got a little lazy behind the chair and they didn't get that you know, arm massage or stellar blowout that they got at their first appointment consistency is the key and nothing will change your client's perspective of you more than if you're wishy-washy, if your service is inconsistent. You know, maybe on the opposite side of that, the first time was a little rough. You know, it's your first appointment. You had a hard time connecting with them on a personal level, but you know, they come in and you're a little bit more impressive the second time because now you're a little more comfortable. You know, it can, it can go either way. My advice is consistency. Make sure that nothing gets left out. You know, your last client of the day should get the same awesome care that your first client of the day gets. 
I have reinvented myself so many times throughout my career. I went from being a stylist to a salon owner to an educator to an industry leader and school owner. And my clients have been so supportive. Like, honestly, I've been so fortunate in my community that I have been so supportive. You know, even if they're not my client anymore, they're still supportive. Like, they still follow me on social media. I'm still getting the ad girls, you know, still getting the support and the encouragement. But if you ever find yourself on the opposing side of opinion, I think the best approach is be real. Just be real. Maybe even a little vulnerable. Maybe you've made a mistake. You know, say sorry when necessary. Don't be so proud that you're afraid to admit defeat in some way. That is, to me, one of my least favorite qualities about someone is if I can't get acknowledgement of wrong and just a small apology. Like, I don't need flowers. I don't need anything excessive. I just need you to be real with me. Acknowledge that what you did hurt my feelings or bothered me in some way. And then we'll move on. I promise you, you're going to get the same exact courtesy from me. If I have made a mistake, made you feel uncomfortable, made you feel bad in any way or unvalued in any way, I'm going to be the first person to come to you and say, I'm sorry and do whatever it takes to make it right. Because what you think of me matters, but stand your ground. If someone is just being obnoxious, if someone's just being picky, if someone is just impossible to please, then just be honest and say, hey, I don't think this is a fit. Stand your ground. Do not let someone tear you down. Do not let someone make you feel less than because maybe they feel less than. No matter how hard you try, no matter how many times you bend over backwards for someone, you may just not be for them. And that's okay. You're not going to be for everyone and you don't need to be. Find your people and serve them well. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com. 